the spirit gateways work works with the energetics of yourself, the psyche, your mind, the biological configuration of your own DNA and your own physicality. Spirit gateways helps to open you to discover your true source of love and power within yourself and to be able to step through that doorway in yourself. You have to feel the fear and just walk through and you have to trust that there's more to your life than living in the safe compartments that you've put yourself into. You get to find the sparkle of yourself and you literally are able to step through the pain and suffering that you carry and that you've created into the liberation and freedom of who you are. That's Ayana Lahi, and this is episode 399 of Wellness Force Radio. Wellness Force Radio, where we discover the physical and emotional intelligence to live life well. You can have the same brain states as someone who's done an hour of meditation every day for 40 years. There's a lot of losses that we go through, so the ability to be able to cope with those losses is very important to build skill in it, because loss will happen. You know, you have to have spiritual courage to really grow spiritually, because If you really want to take guidance from your soul, you have to be ready to realize that many of the things that you're asking for guidance on, your ego has some kind of an addiction to or an investment in. This podcast is brought to you by Belcampo, the pioneer of hyper-sustainable, organic, grass-fed, grass-finished, certified humane meats, broths, and jerkies. I love Belcampo for so many reasons, but look, the big three is that they deliver these organic, grass-fed, super healthy, nutrient-dense, pasture-raised meats right to my doorstep, even in the snow or the rain. And I get more antioxidants, more omega-3s and more minerals. Wow. I'm actually doing mother earth a favor, which is not eating meat from a CAFO. And what I love even more about that is that Belcampo animals grow slowly as nature intended. It's a difference you can taste in every bite and see compared to the other conventional meats that are out there. This is why I choose Belcampo over other brands. And lastly, if you've been feeling in your heart or in your mind that you've been wanting to feed your body better, feed your family better, if you're feeling like it's time for you to change the way that you consume animal products, this is your green light. This is your chance to give back to yourself, your family, and the people that you feed with sustainably harvested animals. Look, the reality is that conventionally raised animals are confined to feedlots and eat a diet of inflammatory grains, but Belcampo's animals graze on rich green open pastures and seasonal grasses, resulting in meat that's quite simply more tasty. Also, it's higher in nutrients and healthy fats. You can order these sustainably raised meats to be dropped off right at your doorstep using the code wellnessforce over at wellnessforce.com forward slash Belcampo. That's B-E-L-C-A-M-P-O wellnessforce.com forward slash Belcampo and get 20% off your box of pure, nutritious, organic meats. Wellnessforce.com forward slash Belcampo. Use the code wellnessforce and get 20% off. Hey everyone, welcome back to Wellness Force or welcome to Wellness Force for the very first time. If you're new, welcome. This is the place where we discover physical and emotional intelligence so you can live life well which is what we're on planet Earth to do. Today on the show, I'm bringing you an incredibly wise elder to learn from all things spiritual, mental, and emotional intelligence. You're really going to love 
and resonate with this episode. If you're the kind of person who is always wondering, how exactly do thoughts become things? And are those my thoughts? Yeah, this can be a very esoteric concept for us as people. But our guest today has a really unique and practical way using practical language so we can all understand these larger, more spiritual, esoteric concepts. And most importantly, we can gather and apply them in our life so we can embody the wisdom that we earn. Our guest is a visionary spiritual leader and global evolutionary empowerment teacher who teaches the Spirit Gateway's 21st Century Liberation Roadmap. As a divine messenger and master healer, she initiates each person into the light and love within their bodies by teaching them how to unlock the original love and power within their mind, heart, and soul. My guest is Ayana Lahi, and you're going to learn her journey, how she's grown since the age of 14 when she really began her spiritual awakening. We'll talk about the humanity blueprint, how it helps people move through their existing body and mind patterns to reach liberation. We'll explore the spiritual courage it takes to live freely and how being connected to your true self allows you to make better decisions, more clear decisions, instead of being pulled by what Ayana calls the false self. We'll talk about truth and trauma, what is really blocking so many people, how it's hiding in their deep subconscious, and why it's impossible to feel our own truth when we're being traumatized. We'll talk about, this is fascinating, we're going to talk about shifting our DNA, creating your destiny, and the big question of what exactly are the two kinds of darkness that exist? We'll talk about capital T and lowercase t trauma, how this relates to our epigenetic expression, and we'll talk about Ayana's ABR formula, Abandon, Betray, and Reject, the formula she's created over so many decades that reaches people across the world for their deepest healing and really their most liberation. We also touch on the concept and the topic that might be quite polarizing, sex and intimacy and the spiritual connection through this, how our society and specifically how pornography is glorified and totally accepted, which is so insane to me to realize this. More and more and more I'm seeing the damage of pornography, not just with men, but with the minds of children and women and what we can all do to lean into this process from the power of love and we can have true awakening and most importantly, integration to live our best self and to be the kind of human that can live our best life. Be sure to go to the full show notes today to learn more about Ayana at wellnessforce.com forward slash 399. Now take a deep breath, open your heart and your mind and learn from the wisdom of Ayana Lahi. Ayana Lahi, welcome to Wellness Force. It's been a long time coming. Thank you, Josh. I'm so happy to be here with you. My whole body's buzzing. And we met over a year ago uh, through my partner, through you know now the mother of my child. And it has been quite the journey. So I'm so excited, so honored to be able to share your voice on the podcast. Now, I know you as the founder of Spirit Gateways and as someone that really gives people liberation and freedom from the things that, let's be honest, haunt them. And right now in this modern society, I can't think, Ayana, of a more powerful time for people to understand what exactly is the blueprint. Like, what is the blueprint for us to understand ourselves, for us to understand humanity and the things that block us? So if people don't know you, we're going to go deep into your story. We're going to talk about the blueprint, the introduction that you're going to be giving away, actually, at the end of the show, which is really cool. Uh, but if people don't know you and they've never met you before, how would you explain Ayana Lahi at this stage of your journey here on planet Earth? 
That's a beautiful question. Who I am on my journey is I have been seeking truth since I've been 14 years old, which was quite a long time ago. I live in the box and out of the box. And my pathway of life is to live for my ultimate freedom every single moment. And the blueprint is the way that we can move through our existing body and mind patterns and reach liberation. I feel like a lot of us struggle with decision making. Would you say that the clients you work with across the world, me being one of them, we had a lot of deep sessions together, a lot of healing. So I'm just super grateful. I mean, it's a cool moment for me to be able to have you on the podcast because so much of my lower self, little self, previous self, like Josh 1.0 was melted away or like a snake that sheds his or her skin. So I want to dig right into your work, this decision-making faculty that we have. When we make decisions, it's not like they're always 100% ours. You talk about in your work, within your heart and soul, you carry a divine flame of creation. And this is key, you talk about, to suspend your beliefs and suspend disbeliefs, um, you must be ready to receive. And the capital B and capital E. What exactly, Ayana, are we needing to be ready to receive? We have to be ready to receive our own self. And our self, our true self, lives within the base of our body. It lives in the core root center, the space between the pubic bone and tailbone, the lower belly, the navel. Our true spiritual power is actually stuffed down to the bottom of our body, which is why we have so many issues and indecisions and we misuse our power, use our power correctly and we leave ourselves. and the global culture, the paradigm of our world does not know how to receive and support our own true spiritual self, our true self. And so in our biological physiological development from when we're born all the way up, you know, right through childhood into our teens, we are literally dealing with the energetic, the energy struggle of our false self and our true self. The false self. Does the false self have any connection to the lower self, the little self, or or is the false self something totally different? Like what, what is the false self? You know, there's so many different words we could use. The lower self, the little self, the false self is the self that's not connected to the source within inside of you. And within inside of every person, there is a source, a source of divine intelligence. It's where the creation energy lives with inside of you. And so when we separate from that, we are going into the, the levels of self-doubt, self-worth, feelings like we don't matter, that who we are is not enough. And so we separate from the true self who doesn't really get to grow. And in the B work, in the spirit gateways B work, we start by beginning to reconnect into the truth, the power that's already within inside of yourself. You don't have to take on any belief system or, you know, chant anything to find yourself. It's already here. 
but this is the experience of opening up to find it. You don't lose, you don't really ever lose yourself. You just disconnect from it. And then the false self is the part of you that is the one who's disconnected. And it's the, it's the you, the you that is engaged in the world. So other people like you and approve of you and think you're fabulous because that's what you've created to need. Because when we're disconnected from the true self, the false self will do whatever it has to do to be seen, approved, received, and heard. So it, it creates quite a dilemma for everyone until we have that moment where we think there's got to be more than this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Gotta, there's got to be more than this. I'm not really happy, but everyone yeah. thinks I'm happy. I look happy. I've got it together, but there's something. Yeah. And I know you've worked, happy. you've worked with lots of clients that they might have millions of dollars in the bank, but it doesn't always equate to living their true self. And, yeah. and, and the big piece about this too, like, because of what I know of you, both from working with you and in your books um, and in everything that you do at ayanalahi.com, which is going to be in our show notes right now. So if you're curious about Ayana, you're watching us on YouTube, just go there right now. Um, liberation and freedom is this, it's almost like a buzz phrase that's thrown out there, like how to live a liberated life and how to live freedom. It takes real spiritual courage to be able to live a life like that. And one thing that I, that I love that you've taught me and also that, that's in your work is making clear decisions by being connected to the true self instead of being pulled by what you talk about as this, the false self. So t share with us about brain intelligence because the intelligence mm -hmm. is really between the false and the true. So with brain intelligence, it's like our brain's not only in our head, it's also the intelligence within our body. I think it was Bruce Lipton that, that once said, you know, the body is the subconscious mind. So share with us your teachings about the, the brain intelligence when it comes to um, the unintegrated and the unprocessed emotional trauma that we all experience. Thank you. I love this topic, Josh. This is wonderful. Thank you. The brain intelligence is the intelligence of being connected into the source of life within inside of yourself. And yes, the brain is in the head and it's one organ that translates it all. But there are brain centers in the body that I call your PowerPoint centers. And they are an extended energetic system beyond the known chakra system, which was created in the Eastern religions, predominantly from Hinduism. And what I experienced working with my clients over four, over four decades is that the energetic system is connected to the brain intelligence in the body. So the subconscious mind is actually in the mind and the body, but the, but the, um, the body mind is literally one. It's not separate. So I call full intelligence, 360 degree perspective, instead of living from a, a small piece of intelligence, you know, a small percentage of our whole intelligence, the whole brain intelligence, you know, we're living in a small part that comes from being separate, 
splitting off of our true self. And when we split off from the true self, we disconnect from the body. And so we disconnect from the brain intelligence. I found a book that was from the 1800s. Well, just a yellowed book. This is only about a year ago. And I was so fascinated by one chapter in it. And it, it, the name of the chapter was The Second Brain, The Solar Plexus. Hmm. And this is part of the PowerPoint center, the B system. The Spirit Gateways work is learning how to tap into the already existing power centers within inside of you. Bring your mind, your brain and your mind down into your body to tap in to the existing power, the life force energies in your body. So the Spirit Gateway's work is predominantly wrapped around the core union, the reunion of your divine masculine and feminine energies. And including the body automatically now opens us up into tapping into the feminine part of you. The feminine is power. Yes. The power. That's the part, sorry to interrupt you. That's the part that I think I, I guess you could say struggled with the most in in our work and in my continued work in in life is to integrate these energies. And, you know, with the PowerPoint centers there, I was reading in your book, like, yes, they are these radiant light energy centers. They're a little bit different than just the meridian. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about that. But before you do... Before you do, the big question for all of us is like, we have this soul separation point, this this trauma that happens. And and for a lot of us, Iona, it keeps looping. So for, for people that are with us that have like looping thoughts from trauma that's been unprocessed, how does this relate to PowerPoint centers? Is it even the same thing um, as far as the uncovery process? Or is it something totally different when we look at trauma and, and looping thoughts? Mm-hmm. We all experience trauma, all of us. No one's exempt because our core issue has to do with existence. Do I exist or don't I? Or thoughts appear as I have such a hard time in my life sometimes. Sometimes I feel like who I am doesn't matter. Sometimes I feel like I can't even relate to this world. And the world being what it is at these times, it'll bring up your core existence issue. In the very core center of everyone is this center of, can I exist? Do I exist? How can I really exist being me? Will it be safe? So in the PowerPoint center, that is the navel, this is where the umbilical cord is connected in. So not only is the umbilical cord in utero receiving nutrients, hopefully good nutrients, but also all the thoughts of your mother. And I've worked with clients who've said they could also hear and feel the thoughts of their father. It's like a radio transmitter, you know, and receiving station. So our core existence, unless we are supported to really be who we are, that we're not just told as a baby, you know, coochie coo and smile for me and aren't you adorable? But instead, the parent is saying, welcome. You are here for us. We welcome your light. 
your intelligence. We're going to make it fun for you to be here. Have you ever met anyone who has had that childhood? I've worked with thousands of individuals and I can think of maybe two people who had that level. It's so rare. So that's where the core existence issues begin. That's where the trauma begins. And the trauma is really the questioning of, is it safe to be here? How do I make it safe for me to be here? And that this topic is the very beginning point of the Spirit Gateways work that ties in with my book called One in Soul. And it is the first book of the Be the Humanity Blueprint series. It's on Amazon. And in One in Soul, you experience and you learn how to tap into your own light, your own light connection, which is always moving through you. It's part of the energetic, physical paradigm. We naturally have a built-in system within inside of ourselves to create natural healing. The issue that all of us go through is that we are resisting life. We are resisting input because there's so many stimulations and projections and um, judgments from others that we, we resist input. We don't so I'm going to dive into what truth is, truth and trauma. It, it's impossible to feel our own truth when we're being traumatized, because as we're in that moment of trauma, our full existence with ourself is being challenged and oftentimes overridden. We're being told that you don't have the right to exist, you're not supposed to exist, and who you are isn't good enough. And so we're triggered. And so anytime we, we split off from ourselves, from the core connections that are kept through the PowerPoint centers, for instance, that second brain, I call it the true brain, the solar plexus, solar sun plexus center. And so the solar energy is the sun, the core light of yourself and when our mind is down into the solar plexus and we're connected here, it's literally like how I teach it is sliding down a water slide into your solar plexus. And you can try that right now. You're in your head, you create a water slide. Maybe it's a gold or blue water slide or white, whatever you want. Slide down into it and come sit in a beautiful golden pond of water in your solar plexus and let it be any temperature that you want it to be. This is your safe center. It's your pool and no one else is supposed to come into it. As a human being, we need to have those kind of steady, steady, secure boundaries where our body is for us. So the trauma is experienced in our body through a disconnect from the energetic of what's happening. And you can make use of that PowerPoint center, the solar plexus, as a way to heal trauma, as a way to stop the looping. And then once you stabilize in the solar plexus, then you connect into the 
lower belly, the second PowerPoint center, which is also known as the second chakra, the mm. Dantian. And it is the center for your personal power, your sexuality, and your creative charge. And once we start linking up these PowerPoint centers of light in your body, you begin to uh, feel more stabilized and anchored in your body, and you're not reacting as much to trauma and to the triggers, and then, and then gradually the triggering begins to lessen. So things can happen to you and at you. People can say things, but you're still connected in. So your brain intelligence is also translated as your whole self. It is now the beginning of your body and your mind sinking, sinking in like the wires, you know, they, they connect. And the process of becoming whole includes opening the heart, looking for the light in your heart. And I recommend this practice so, so deeply. It's very simple. Yes. But you look for a flame of light in your heart and you keep your mind focused in that spark of light and you let it grow. The light inside of us exists. We it's tap this light. Open. I'm sorry to interrupt you because there's so much yeah. goodness you've dropped and you've done such a great job of like connecting the dots to the trauma and the disconnect from self. Later on, we're going to go more into your ABR system, which is really where we, let's be honest, we abandon ourselves. So that that's coming. But before we get there, like there is such a deep amount of reverence when somebody can actually feel at home in their body. And with what you talk about, you know, not only with your, your be light meditation, but also with um, the type of really, I guess you could say inward lens that you give to people. It allows it allowed me, that's for sure. This is back in the middle of COVID. Uh, you know, uh, my partner wasn't even pregnant yet, and we were going through our our struggles, and we were going through our power struggles as a couple, which is normal. I think a lot of couples deal with that. And there was one moment, there was one moment that you brought me through, and I'm flashing back. I'm having like a full blown uh, transport back to like July of last year, August of last year. And I had my eyes closed and you were, you were walking me through this meditation and there was a moment where I actually could feel like almost like water or like a washing of my system. And it wasn't just woo woo. Like this is one of the things I love about your work is like you have the ability to, from 40 plus years of working in the spirit realms and understanding the etherics and the energetic bodies. But there was something that you said to me and I think it was something like pattern up like this and you were just like, hold yourself or, or be with yourself. And everybody can understand that. Yet what blocks us? You know, like for me as a man, I think it was, I don't want to be weak. I don't want to seem too vulnerable. Like, you know, telling a man that maybe hasn't done a lot of work and I had done a lot of work before I got to you, it might be very alarming, very vulnerable for a man to actually go that deep and be held by a woman or even close their eyes and connect with their inner child, with the be light process. So what would you say to someone like that, you know, who is fundamentally resisting the very healing that, it, that they would need to reconnect? Hey, it's Josh from Wellness Force and our water supply is not the same it used to be. Let's face it, Mother Nature designed our water to have naturally occurring potassium and magnesium and sodium in it 
but especially if we live in cities, our water supply is not the same. I know you're not drinking water from the tap anyways, but even if you are drinking high quality filtered water, you're just not getting the things that your brain and your body needs to thrive. That's where Element comes in. Element is a electrolyte drink mix that has 60 milligrams of magnesium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and also 1,000 milligrams of sodium. This is my all-time favorite citrus. It used to be the watermelon, but they also have the raspberry. They also have the orange. I think they have a couple other flavors too. I love this product. I trust it with myself and my entire family. I think you will be able to feel the benefits and trust it with your family just the same. You can support this brand who we believe in. It's Rob Wolf. He's been on the podcast multiple times. By going to wellnessforce.com forward slash LMNT, you get a free sample pack delivered right to your door. I think you just have to pay like $4.95 shipping or something. So it's a perfect deal. It's free. Ships right to your house wellnessforce.com forward slash LMNT. Support your health, support your electrolyte balance, support the podcast, support everyone by supporting yourself. Wellnessforce.com forward slash LMNT. You'll be so stoked that you did. So what would you say to someone like that, you know, who is fundamentally resisting the very healing that, that they would need to reconnect? Thank you so much, Josh. I work with a lot of men and I've been gifted in this lifetime to been brought into a men's group uh, about, oh my goodness, uh, three decades ago that I worked with these amazing men. And I cried for the first half an hour of being invited into their sacred circle to really, really feel and see and know what's really happening with men. And I bow to all of you men who are on this path of awakening. The relationship between you and your father is crucial to work with and to find who you are in your body instead of your father being in the body. What I have found with working with men is that men will embody their father's psyche in their body and their mother's psyche. And in our global culture, men are basically being squeezed out of their own body. So moving down into the heart is really, really terrifying. The first place to start is to find your inner boy and to see him with love and to become aware of how you relate to your own inner boy. Because most men go through the experience of having their father being very, very critical or judgmental and judgmental of who they are when they were a boy. So that's part of the one and soul practice where we begin to reconnect with the part of yourself that has been too afraid to really be who he was with good reason. So the vulnerability that happens only can really blossom when you reconnect to the original pain that happened, you know, being a boy. And this same thing happens working with women to find the part of your little girl that got disassociated from your own body. But your body is a vessel. It's a container. It's a living, breathing, brilliant, powerful temple of your soul. And your soul becomes whole 
in your consciousness, once you connect to the parts of yourself that stop growing, which is shown in your psyche through the B work, through the Spirit Gateway's work, you're, you actually meet the parts of your spiritual power that you had to leave behind to survive. Mm. And once we re-embrace those parts to hold yourself, then you're, you're able to begin to be held by a female mentor and also then by a partner so that you can, whether it's a male partner or a female partner, you're then able to be embraced and loved for who you are. You first have to, you know, I support you to connect in with the you that you are, the I real think, you. I think we're at a point in society too where we've been through so much pain collectively that yeah. we're all being forced to kind of take a deep breath, look in the mirror as men and women and go, okay, obviously this isn't working. <laughs> like something, something needs to change. Yet, I think a lot of people ask the wrong question, Anna. Like a lot of the spiritual work out there is like, well, how do we have peace on earth? How do we have peace on earth? And I just fundamentally feel like it's the wrong question to ask. Like the better question, the more intelligent question is, how do I free myself from the parts of me that I haven't processed yet so that I can have peace within me? That, that's what brings peace to the world. So a lot of people ask this question, like, you know, is, is pain really necessary in your work? You say yes. You know, you, you talk about pain and suffering being really the, the source that forces people to ask the right questions, which I love. I mean, it's uncomfortable to, to feel into, but it does feel like the truth. Can you expound upon that? Love to, Josh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not into fluff. I'm not into separating um, one's consciousness from what's really going on. And in the... Um, Foundations of the New Age movement, it began by connecting into the heart. And then there were certain disconnects of not knowing quite how to access the true self. And I know this because I was trained in the healing arts in the 70s and 80s in California and was certified in like over 20 modalities and got to a point where I said to spirit in my heart, I said, I'm not healed yet. I'm just, I'm not there. I remember I was crying and I, I said, I need to find, I need to find the way through this. What is the real answer? Because my, my original unconscious motivation for wanting to heal and wanting to be healed was peace on earth. And it started as a young teenager and, you know, being trained in many, many meditation forms and as a trained professional modern dancer and ballet dancer in Manhattan, I discovered the turmoil inside of myself. And I had to come to terms with over the years of realizing that my emotional body was not clear yet and that I could not access my soul and express it fully through my dance. And that became my journey. And I only stepped into the healing arts in order to discover the science of how energy works in the body. And the work that I do is a combination of science and spirit meeting in the body in a really, really practical way. We have to face what hurts, the pain inside of ourselves 
is created from the separation from our original self. And in order to heal that gap, we have to face the pain. The pain causes the suffering. And it could be thoughts. Pain doesn't necessarily have to be physical. Once it manifests on a physical level, it's telling us that we have to go do the emotional and psychological awakening work of realizing who we are. And by combining the essence of spiritual inquiry, inquiry, which is the question, who am I, with the psychology of the soul, which is get me out of these bondages, get me out of all the ropes and yeah. the tightness in myself. I combined the two. I never planned on being a healer. It found me. I was a dancer in love with, with the performing arts and telling stories of the soul and God. And that was my passion. I still dance, but it's through the body that we can open up through the pain. And women avoid their pain just as much as men. And I used to think that because women have the womb and that we go through our monthly menstrual cycles that we get used to the pain. But unless a woman makes real conscious use of her moon time to go through the emotions to find her peace, then she's still creating external distress, unrest, a disruption in her life, force in her life around her. So both men and women, both of us have to reconnect to the part of ourself who is looking up from, the, from a bleak place in our root center, lower belly, when we find him or her you know, through the one and soul exercise. And we have to look down at him or her and say, I'm coming back for you. Yes. I've been away a long time. I love you. Come play with me. I'm going to open my body, open my heart, and make room for you to come inside. So for me, it's like it, it just seems like a big collective reparenting process that we're being guided to. So we need literally hundreds of thousands of, I guess you could say, light workers, light warriors, right? So with what you're creating at Spirit Gateways, it, it's asking the question, yes, like, who are we really? Who are we really? And, and from that question, what are we not? What, what comes up? Or is there a connecting thread for what comes up for a lot of us when we look at who we are not? Obviously, it's easy to just say, oh, well, you know, I'm not my father. I'm not my mother. But are we, are we really not them? Because we learn so many things from them that get encoded. And a lot of the cellular coded emotions that you talk about, literally the, the structure of our DNA and these cellular coded emotions is exactly what's transpiring here. It's almost like we're being programmed without knowing we're being programmed. Can you talk about this? This is a huge pillar in your work, this, this coded emotion with the DNA that actually creates our reality. Exactly. Thank you, Josh. Once again, your questions are and your insights are. Well, really I worked with you, so it's a little easier. Really <laughs> it's easier to ask the questions. Where should I start? Let's start with the coded emotions first, and then we can talk about the DNA and, and the reality that's created from the two. It keeps blowing my mind in some ways of how coded we really are through our ancestry and through the family lineage. 
it is something I feel has been really short-sighted in understanding, you know, human behavior and human behavior, meaning our soul, our spirit, our mind, and our body as one. We're not, we're not separate whatsoever. So we do take on our parents. And most of us are saying, we don't want to be like our mother. We don't want to be like our father. But you yeah. can betcha that the moment that you go, oh my gosh, I'm acting just like my mother or just like my father. And there's going to be good to it. You need to look at your ancestry and choose what you want to bring forward. You want to make a conscious choice like, wow, my grandfather started a business, you know, two generations ago. And wow, he rocked the world. You know, what was it about him that I have in me? What can I build? And what part of his patriarchal model do I need to let go of? What do I need to do to face the way that I control my reality so that I feel like I exist? The key here is bringing love into each moment. First, loving the part of yourself that's been wounded the part of yourself that has felt like it can't exist, won't exist. There's no way because the father or the mother or both are overpowering it. So the coded emotions are coming from your responses to not being seen, heard, or received. So once you begin to see, hear, or receive yourself, you begin to bust open the coded DNA, you know, the coded emotions, the DNA that's passed through, DNA is shifted and changed through bringing light, which is an expression of love, which is the positive masculine energy. Light is the masculine. So we're working with bringing in a new design of light into our present paradigm, not separating out that there's some place to ascend to. There's nowhere to go because we're already here. It's about bringing the light in. We're bringing in the higher octave. Spirit Gateways is a, a higher divine octave work to bring who you are from the coded emotions, the DNA, the trauma into the light of who you are, into your true self so that you can live the life that you really are here to live and to be because you have to evolve your soul. I got to pause you right there before you go into the next part, because we've heard of epigenetics, right? And the epigenetic expression of biology. And it's no surprise that when people go through crazy trauma, whether it's sexual, physical, um, car accidents, just anything you could imagine, right? Um, I'm, I'm talking about the capital T trauma. There's also the lowercase t, which is like neglect and um, shunning and not, ex not supporting, things like that. So there's an amalgam of trauma that we experience. And then at some point, we just choose to abandon ourselves, which is coming because this is like your signature process that I really connect with. And that's ABR. So we talked about epigenetics. You definitely brought up the spiritual science of this epigenetic expression when it comes to the trauma and how that literally codes us and almost brands us like a cattle prod. But what, what actually happens from a biological perspective with the DNA? So once we're getting these beliefs, we're getting this trauma, we're getting all these things that separates us from who we really are, what's, what's actually happening at a cellular level? Mm, beautiful, beautiful. The nervous system is being overstimulated and over, it's, it becomes overreactive. 
the nervous system can't handle trauma. So the nervous system has to be healed through the modalities that you're drawn to. You can choose deep breath meditation. You can choose the be light meditations, which include the light and the energies and how they work in the body. You can choose the way you eat by the biological part of you has to be fed. Either it's fed the trauma and the fear. And if you become addicted to the pain, which I've seen a lot of people do, they do the work with me, but then they cut off. They hold on to the pain of their addiction and they think the pain is real. And then they expect another person to be the one to end their pain. And they are afraid to really respond to the pain because then they're going to feel like who they are can't exist. They don't exist because the big, you know, the big T trauma makes us feel like we don't exist. When we get caught in the dark of our own psyche, we have to spend the time shining the light. And this is part of the one and soul practice that you can read about in one and soul. We have to shine the light of our highest octave, which is about 10 to 20 feet above our head, shine it down into our body where that trapped biological DNA and spiritual part of ourself exists and literally rescue ourselves. We are ending all codependent behaviors because we are now in an interdependent relationship with ourself. We're literally bringing what's been hiding, stuffed away up into the light within our heart. So the only requirement to do the Spirit Gateway's work is to be willing to feel your heart, even if it's for a moment. Because every second that we come down from our head and, you know, think our thoughts are real, because most of our thoughts aren't even real. (laughs) Many of them are just like trash, honestly. You ever feel like you have a trash thought? I mean, like everybody's like raising their hand watching the podcast right now, because I've even heard it in literature, too. It's like 85 to 90 percent of our thoughts are just garbage, like they're they're fears. And and that's okay. I'm not trying to demonize the mind or, or tell the mind that it's wrong, but a lot of times it is. And so this biological expression of this, when you get down into the coded levels, like what in your research and in your studies have you found? Obviously, you work on a practical level with people, with your voice, with your energy, with your teachings. But in the back end, in the research, like what what really goes down on a cellular level? Is it that cells physically change or is it that cells wash away or they decay? Like, I'm just curious from a science standpoint, what, what might actually go on there? Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah, it's not this, what I'm about to say, and everything that I say is not based upon research on the outside. It's actually my own spiritual scientific exploration of how the psyche and the soul and the mind and body work together and how we naturally heal ourselves. The cells do change, and this has been proven in science and The cells rejuvenate and cells are what they cells know how to release. When your cell is cleared 
of the toxins, the thoughts, the pesticides, the vaccinations hmm. around the cell level when Timely. you actually cleanse your body, cleanse your mind, then you're able to release all the ancestral stuff back. And when the inner eye opens, which happens in the spirit gateways work, when you stay with it, your third eye opens. Once your third eye is connected with your heart center, solar plexus, your navel, your lower belly, the root center, what happens is you come into an alignment. And that alignment, by staying in that alignment, you're able to heal that deep DNA, the cellular level. And yes, we heal on a cellular level. And light is the fastest way to heal the cells. But first we have to bring forth what's in the dark recesses of ourself up, go through that pain process. If we abandon the pain process, and I've seen people abandon the pain process before they get to come home to the light that they are. And that always disappoints me, mm. you know, but I can, I can encourage a person and say, stay with it. Don't leave because I know how to bring you through the darkness. I know I will always be there at a person's side. And even now creating courses and, you know, stepping into doing group work, you know, online, not in person right now, I'm able to see where a person is stuck inside themselves. And that comes from being born as a clairvoyant, a clear audience, clear sentient. And how I make use of those skills is to be able to actually see the blueprint with inside of a person to see the DNA codes, the places where you have left yourself and where the trauma has affected you. And most especially how you've responded to the ancestral, the parental, the familial, um, I want to call it a bombardment or a love action. Mm. Oftentimes they go together. Parents are meant to be clear in themselves and to be conscious of not passing on their stuff to their child. But that is part of the parent-child relationship to be able to eventually say to your child, listen, I didn't work through that when you were five, but I have now, now that you're 20. And I, I'm sorry. I mm. apologize. I want to share this with you this info with you so that you know that you don't have to carry this forward. A lot of what you're describing takes so much courage, so much courage, because in order to face the darkness, and by the way, I have two questions before we get to the ABR, because this is the fundamental work that we're talking about in the blueprint. By the way, you can go to ayanalahi.com forward slash blueprint. You can get this book for free. She's going to thank you so much for your generosity. You're going to send it to people for free so they can get the codes um, here. It won't be sent in the mail. You can instantaneously download. That's even better. <laughs> That's yeah. even better. You just get it right to your right to your inbox. So um Ayanalahi forward slash blueprint. So the ABR, the abandoning, the betraying and the rejecting. The first question before we get to that is like you said that the the feminine plays in one space, the masculine is the dark. So the masculine or the masculine oh, is the light. So the masculine light. comes in with light. Does the feminine operate from the dark? 
That's the first question. Ah, I love this. Let's jump we've, in. We've never talked about this before in any of the sessions or anything. So this is like exclusive right here. So is feminine really dark and is masculine light? And, and how does that work, the back and there forth? So remember, we're made up of masculine and feminine. All of us, our souls. Each one of you out there has masculine and feminine components that make up your soul. The soul is one. It's a, it's, it, it's, really not able to be divided. You are both masculine and feminine. This is the polarity, the negative and positive pole of creation. There are two kinds of dark, and this goes really deep into the work. And I go into this in a course I'm working on right now that's called Be the Humanity Blueprint Masterclass. And it's a phenomenal course so far. I'm thrilled with how it's going. It's based upon the four volumes of Be the Humanity Blueprint series. Only the first volume has been released to Amazon, which is One in Soul. So in volume three, which is in the Be the Humanity Blueprint masterclass training, it's a, like I said, I'm so excited about it. I was just uh, videotaping this week about in the dark and the masculine and the feminine. So if you love this topic, you know, when you know, just when you opt in to get the book, download when you watch, when you're watching this amazing podcast that Josh is hosting, know that you'll be sent the information for Be the Humanity Blueprint Masterclass as it's released. There's two kinds of dark. There's the dark that happens when we turn away from the light. We can do that because we are afraid of our own light self being too much. We can turn away from the light within us because it's upsetting a parent. I have seen so many, so many men and women who were born into families that were not comfortable with the amount of light that they have, Mm -hmm. the amount of pure consciousness that they came in with. And that's part of being a parent is to open up. And that's part of a new way of parenting. The dark in us is created from fear. When we feel that who we are can't exist, we then create an ego. And this is also in the Be the Humanity Blueprint Masterclass and in all of the Be the Humanity Blueprint series books and in everything I'm teaching because I love this topic feel it's like the topic for these times the dark within us is evil you see it in you know in its most elaborate form in star wars you know in the early star wars films like the way the emperor is in darth vader and his father i always knew there was still light in your father and so there's always light in the center there's very few souls in the world who are pure dark do they exist Yes. Have they turned away from their own light of their soul? Yes. The feminine darkness is not evil whatsoever. Remember, this feminine dark is in men and women. It's pure creation. It's the void. It is the the beautiful dark space where all thoughts come from, all creation. It's where our souls originally birthed through. First, there was darkness, it says in Genesis, and then there was light. The light opened up through the dark. The dark evolved itself 
enough to find the light. That's where we are in this 21st century era right now. It's through the dark within us that we can find the light. And we do that through the integration process of bringing what's been in the dark within us to the light. So the feminine energy must understand within both men and women, but right now, women really have the responsibility to enlighten their own feminine self by bringing up their own anger, their own fear, their own grief. And yes, men too must use, make use of the feminine energy, which is the power from the earth. It's the light in the core of the earth. There literally is light in the core of the earth that we can pull up and bring up into our body. And that's part of Be Light Meditation. That's what I'm teaching in the Be Light Meditation Mm -hmm. is how to work with the light already within you. So the pure dark, the pure dark is your feminine energy. And as a man, as a woman, when you tap into your creative source, you find it. Our sexuality is connected into the raw, pure power of the feminine. It's in the base of our body. And as we work with uh, um, transforming our sexual energies from darkness up into light, and that's something I love, I, I'm, I'm teaching in all the courses is how sexuality and spirituality and living in our body for these times is so crucial, so important. And as we transform the creative energies, our personal power, our sexual energies that have been in the pure darkness within our body, we begin to lift our entire frequency up. Mm. We have to do it from the core base. There's so much there. There's so much there, Ayana. I have to pause you because I know people that are watching just rewinded it and watched that again. (laughs) Because listen to that three-minute section that Ayana just shared again about the two types of darkness. Because I've never really heard it explained that way. I really like it because I think people think in, in binary terms, it's like, well, it's either dark or it's light. There's more nuance there to explore, which I really enjoy. And of course, it leads to the next question, which is when we look at what helps support us through the healing process, we also have to look at what makes us abandon ourselves when we're in the dark. And this is what I've been looking forward to really going into deeply with you, and that is your ABR formula. So the abandon, the betray, and the reject. We do the same thing no matter where we're from or who we are, men and women, this ABR applies to all of us. But let's be real, like it's taught to us from family We are literally taught to leave ourselves, to abandon ourselves, because it's more safe. But in the end, it eats us alive, because we're not really living who we are. So how did you come up with this ABR? And then please explain what exactly it is for people that don't know anything about abandonment, betrayment, or rejection. Mm, Love to. When I began working ferociously in myself, to come through how I was creating my own suffering and pain and really beginning to face what I was allowing to happen in my life 
it was all good. It was positive. There's no judgment. But I could see that somehow I was the creator, the cause of a lot. And I allowed things to be said to me, and I didn't know how to respond to them. And being a tender soul, a very sensitive soul, also a courageous soul, a strong soul, I began to find myself. I began finding the me that I knew had to be in there somehow, and I didn't know how I lost her. I didn't know why she disappeared. And I was meditating, and I meditated predominantly in my third eye, and I was fortunate enough to be taught the correct way of opening the third eye. And now I've expanded that. I I expand and develop what has been into a new paradigm for these times. I discovered that I abandoned myself. I betrayed myself and I rejected myself because of the way that I was treated as as a young child. And I was also fortunate enough to have, um, I was the middle child, older brother and a younger brother. And when my younger brother was born, he's three years younger than me, I was totally abandoned. But I got to live in my own inner world of light. And I realized through doing my own awakening work that those three years in my light world, I was with God and I was really happy. But then I was taken to a psychiatrist at age four and a half because I wasn't speaking. And the psychiatrist, I can remember what he looked like. And he said to me, and it's the way he looked at me, he said, you need to start speaking. And it was sort of like, you need to start talking or else. And I just got this message. I can still feel it where it was in my body. And I got it that I I needed to begin to come through. And as I came through the abandonment, the betrayal and the rejection of who I am became more intense from the way that my family structure was set in place. And so I made the decision to abandon my voice and abandon my light and to try to get love, which is what every child does, try to get love by fulfilling what I thought I should be. So that was betraying myself. And I rejected my own creative power. And I was too much for my parents. And it wasn't until I was way older that my father and I could heal and he could come and he apologized to me. But what I did is I came back to myself and I decided to be who I am. Through choosing to be who I am, my mother chose to completely reject me, betray me. But that was part of my own karmic unfoldment to find my feminine and to 
love myself and become myself, and then to find my own masculine to support myself. This is what I give to other people. Mm. We are taught to abandon, betray, and reject ourselves, our culture, our society. We're just, we're taught to try to cover it up, create an image that works. Um, who we are is not enough. And that's part of the pain of wondering, you know, am I enough? Exactly who I am and to be that open and real to come to a partner, for instance, exactly who we are and lay our heart at their feet and not wanting to be kicked for it, not wanting to be hurt by it. And we're willing to ABR ourselves until we make it safe. How do we know? How do we know, Ayana, um, when we're stuck in the cycle of the ABR? Like, is there a is there a guidepost for that? Is there an awareness point? Because it's not just looping thoughts. It's a series of events in life that unfold. And it's like abandonment, betray and rejection. For me, it was my 20s. Like I completely abandoned my true heart, which really just wanted intimacy and love and connection. And I slept with a ton of women because that was what was modeled to me. You know, I grew up in a East County La Mesa, which was like, how much beer did you drink? How many women did you sleep with? I was a product of my environment. So for me, the ABR was taught literally in high school. So how do we recognize? How do people recognize this? Because it's a big point of awakening when we look at the healing aspect of self. Awesome. I feel that we have to find the time each day, even if it's five to 10 minutes to be silent. I feel that we need to allow ourselves to stop stimulation from social media and distraction. And most of us don't do that. I feel that the place to start to begin to recognize how you avoid yourself. For me, it was avoiding writing. And it was avoiding really speaking. I was great working one-on-one with clients. Always, you know, truly, I own how phenomenal the work became and has become. I had to choose to stop Thinking that I wasn't enough, I had to choose to stop thinking that I, I couldn't get away with trying to please others, or I couldn't even get away with that. I realized one day that my role was not to help people heal so that they would love me more. And that's something that every therapist, doctor, and healer has to face. This is about a total oneness with myself and choosing to be so free that it would shake at first, thinking, wow, can I really just really share and be and speak what I really, really feel? We leave ourselves out of desperate fear. The way to find that place is, yes, through being silent and beginning to ask our heart what it really feels and to begin the process of 
the involution. When we hit being human, we've gone through the evolution, you know, from being an amoeba to a fish to, you know, like. It's been a long journey. (laughs) A long, long journey. We're evolving and then we hit being a human and we have evolved. And now we have the choice. Being a human means you have, you're not tied to anything because the amazing part of that full divine intelligence, the brain intelligence of your whole self is you can choose to change anything. It's really, really, I think, amazing. And we're always given the chance by the universe to make a new choice. So if you find yourself relating too much to the external and what you are afraid people are thinking about you Mm. or that you are so type A personality that you keep working something and you keep pushing and pushing to be seen, liked, approved of, that's when you know you've left yourself. That's when and you know you're in the ABR, part. when you're experiencing those symptoms almost. Yes. Well, not almost. Sim- it's, it's, it's real. And, and the yeah. one big thing I want to go into with you, and this is going to trigger some people, but honestly, I think it's really, really timely. And that is we see pornography being spewed on children from people like Cardi B with like her WAP song. And we see all these, this glorification of really sick, distorted sexual energy in the world right now. And that in itself is a byproduct of ABR, but it's a societal ABR. Like we have abandoned ourselves as a society. We have betrayed the true sacred energy of sex and we have rejected the real connection of what sex actually is. And so how does, how does society in in your view, you know, after four decades, I'm sure you've seen this evolution of sickness how does society and commerce and companies, you know, really take advantage of people with this distorted sexual energy because they've gone through the ABR? It's literally making money off of people's sickness. I'd love for you to talk about that and, and offer us some solutions there. Ayurvedic medicine, as well as all the ancient and contemporary masters in health and wellness have taught us for centuries about the powerful benefits of apple cider vinegar. But what do we do when we want to take the ACV, but we don't want to expose our teeth to acids? Most people don't know this, but apple cider vinegar is an acid and prolonged exposure to acids can damage your teeth. So how do we get in the brain boosting, blood sugar stabilization, stamina, focused energy and healing powers of this ACV without ruining the enamel on our teeth? This work gets easy with our partner, Paleo Valley, Creators of the apple cider vinegar complex taken easily in tablet form without busting your tooth enamel. Paleo Valley created the ACV complex to meet getting organic apple cider vinegar into your body easy, fast, and without having to tolerate the taste. You know, that kind of like, (laughs) have you ever done a shot of apple cider vinegar? I know a lot of people that literally just can't handle the taste. So this is all your organic turmeric ginger, Ceylon cinnamon, and lemon on top of the organic apple cider vinegar combined with these superfoods. It's nature's way of saying you're welcome. ACV can stabilize blood sugar, promote weight loss, and improve protein absorption and digestion, as well as the big one, stopping heartburn symptoms. Heartburn symptoms are typically caused by too little stomach acid, not really too much. This apple cider vinegar complex makes getting this organic ACV into your body fast and easy and without having to choke on the taste of normal ACV. You can do this. Head over to wellnessforce.com forward slash paleo valley. 
Use the code Josh and get 15% off your apple cider vinegar complex. That's wellnessforce.com forward slash paleo valley. Use the code Josh to get 15% off your ACV complex. How does society and commerce and companies, you know, really take advantage of people with this distorted sexual energy? Because they've gone through the ABR, it's literally making money off of people's sickness. I'd love for you to talk about that and, and offer us some solutions there. Fabulous. Thank you for this opportunity to share the core belief tied to the distortion of sexuality is self-hatred. And that self-hatred and self-remorse happens through the ABR, where we abandon the essence, the light that's within ourselves that we find in the spirit gateways work. And as we are pushed to leave ourselves and we are sexually used in this global culture. People are taught to use sex as a way to get filled up because they're on empty, because we're taught as a global culture to leave the spiritual power that we are and to receive, get, take, rape the spiritual power that's in someone else. And we lose the human connection of, what's the right word here? Total oneness. We have left oneness, total being, so completely that we don't know. The global mind does not know that it is hurting someone else because it has lost connection to its feminine, which is the earth, which is the power of creation. It is the source where all life comes from. The ego mind has developed because we have developed the ego. We create the ego in the moment when we feel as a young child that who we are can't fulfill the expectations in our surrounding environment. And so we create the ego. The ego's position will now be to push down the sexual power that's connected to your core essence. The sexual power within us, the sexual energy is literally connected to God. Another word for that is source creator, infinite intelligence, the one, whatever that word is. Mm -hmm. Your sexual energy is the, the creative power that unifies the human and divine you. And so because of the enormous split between the divine and the human in this time, and this has been happening for 2,000 years, because of this huge, excuse me, because of the enormous connection to the false self, to the ego self, what happens is that we discard our connection to God. We disregard the sexual power. We disregard the sexual essence of our heart. We leave our heart. And we have to refine the heart of who we are 
through honoring the feminine within us. It's honoring our creativity. It's honoring the pure voice of who you are. It's healing the anger within you. And when the anger comes up, not to stop looking at it, but to understand that that anger has been created in you because you haven't been seen, heard, or received. So the ego you, who will grab hold of anything it can, power, to show that it's in control, will abuse and use and take sexual energy from wherever it can. And so our mind becomes porno-connected because we've lost touch with our own vital energies because we've abandoned, betrayed, and rejected. That's so powerful. And and on top of what you said, too, there's a uh, brushing off of how severe that the damage really is from pornography. And I have experience with this. I've, I've shared with the audience before. It was 25 years that it ruled my life. And it wasn't about just the climax or, you know, I guess you could say for lack of a better term, like the ejaculation. It was more, I just wanted to feel safe right here. I just wanted to feel like where I lived was a safe place to be. And so many people watching right now have dealt with this themselves. Maybe somebody in your life is dealing with this right now. What would you say to someone that is feeling the hooks of pornography, that dark sexual energy, what kind of beginning guidance could you give to them? Obviously, they can download the blueprint. Like, listen, y'all, it's a great place to start. So literally, if you're that person, go right now to ayanalahi.com forward slash blueprint, start there. But in this podcast, in this conversation, what kind of guidance could you give to someone that's struggling with that? Powerful. Very powerful statement, Josh. Thank you. Where you start is to begin to find the part of you that's in the one and soul book. That's your step after reading Be the Humanity Blueprint Introduction. The part of you that you turned away from, that you have hated. The you that you have judged to be unimportant. And to begin to seek the vibrancy within inside of yourself that exists right above your genitals. It's in the root center, your pubic bone tailbone, right in between there when you close your eyes and you're in the heartland of your survival center. Porn can give you a sense that, like you said, Josh, that you survive. You have a, um, you do survive. You feel safe. You feel protected. You have a way to connect with power. So you want to connect. You want to begin to find the you that has been disempowered because it's through the porn, through the use of the mind to stimulate the power that you have to find a false power. Instead, you want to consider beginning the pathway into yourself Your life is your spiritual path. You're already on your spiritual path. So by looking for the part of you that felt disempowered, not wanted, unseen, unheard, that who you were and who you still feel you are, that you don't really matter or your sexual energies couldn't come through. 
So through the porn, you're using the porn to express your sexual energies. But the goal here is, is to be able to feel your own body, to begin the pathway into coming down into your body and opening up those channels in your body so that you can make contact with your own sexual energies again. This is not a process for the faint of heart. Like this takes real work, but you do have a really powerful way of doing this. And it's the, the capital B capital E system. Now, look, what we're talking about today, I know is a very delicate thing, right? So anytime we try to pry away the fingers of addiction, the fist of hatred is going to grip stronger. And the hatred is usually like you've talked about to self, to the world. For me personally, I was angry at God for like 30, 33 years. 34 years. I was just angry at God, couldn't heal my mom, couldn't make the world a better place. And then I realized like there is so much magic and mystery in this world that we are just beginning to understand. And the fact that to the degree that I have resistance and anger towards God and I'm projecting all of my anger and hatred and resentment outside of myself without ever looking at it right here in my own physical body and my own soul, that is what is replicating. And that is my greatest concern with society at large right now, because so much of our anger and our resentment is projected out, but we are never taking the time to look at it within. And you talk about discovery, awakening, and integration. So discovery process in your system is is to find who you really are. The awakening is how to live and actually embody, which duh, it's in our body, so we're going to embody it. And then to integrate it, this is like where the resistance goes away and we simply just get to be ourselves. So, so this... To, to shore up this conversation, we've covered so much ground. You know, this is really like the jewel. You talk about our life story being the jewel. Well, the capital B, capital E system is really what allows the jewel to shine. So, so what is that system? Mm, the jewel system, the spirit gateways B system is to become and be who you really are. And so the spirit gateways work works with the energetics of yourself, the psyche, your mind, the biologic, biological configuration of your own DNA and your own physicality. It works with your connection to the source within you. Spirit Gateways helps to open you to discover your true source of love and power within yourself and to be able to step through that doorway in yourself. You have to feel the fear and just walk through. And you have to trust that there's more to your life than living in the safe compartments that you've put yourself into. The spirit gateways work helps you to end how you ABR, abandon, betray, reject yourself. It helps you to reconnect to your heart center that is the hub of the wheel of you. You get to find the sparkle of yourself and you literally are able to step through the pain and suffering that you carry and that you've created into the liberation and the freedom of who you are. And this is my life path. It's what I came into this life to understand how to create and give and bridge and share with people because the systems that have evolved through religion and spiritual belief trainings where you take something on with the hopes of evolving can't work 
during these times. We have separated from our own self for so many hundreds of years that this time requires a new way. And so Spirit Gateways is that new way. And how did you come up with that name, Spirit Gateways? Because it's something we haven't ever really talked about. I mean, the name says it itself. It's a door, an entryway, a portal into who we really are. But what does that even mean to you? Like, do you remember where you were when you came up with that name and how that came to you? I remember the exact location. I was sitting at my desk. It was a table overlooking the water. It was the Long Island Sound. And I was living in Mattituck, New York. And... I wrote there, and I was deeply connected to my source. And I remember looking at the blue sky and the seagulls flying by the window, and literally I heard the name Spirit Gateways. And I just knew that was the name of the work. And it came, that was 1997. And then it came into form in 2001. So I've been consciously... Um, with the word Spirit Gateways since 2001, but began working in a healing way with individuals in 1986 was um, the first realization of what I could, what I was meant to do, what I could help people with. And Spirit Gateways is the the opportunity to walk through the gateways of yourself, all of your beauty, your wonder, your grace, the love within you. The love is really the key. And that's what makes this work so unique. It's not from the mind. It's from the love that exists already within you that's really waiting to come forth and to be able to heal your life. And you do that through becoming one in yourself. Which is not always an easy process. Now, you have a way of, of teaching it that's simple, but it's not easy. It takes a lot of courage to do it. And like the crowning jewel, as we round out this conversation, which has been so rich, I know people watching um, are, have rewinded it probably and listened to concepts again. So post in the comments on YouTube if you have any questions or wherever you're watching this. Just this is an active living library resource. You know, Ayana and I have had a special coaching relationship where there was a lot of guidance. And I would, I would say that with her teachings, as well as a lot of different support that I've received, I've been able to really ask this question. And this is the biggest question I'm going to ask you. And that is, what does humanity need most right now? What do we need to understand about ourselves, how we've split off from our spiritual power and to the ways that we've wanted to chase importance and achievement and, and get all these awards for this kind of hollow offering of affection. But we're, what we're really craving here isn't what we're really, really craving here is just love, the ultimate power of the universe, right? We're, we're craving love. So what does humanity need most right now? I think that you just answered the question, Josh. Humanity needs love, but we have to start with finding the love within ourselves. We have to make that radical decision to love ourselves. That decision is the only difficult and what's hard decision. Once you make that decision, the Spirit Gateway's work literally um, shows you through the, through the door, through the gateway, into where your love is. Does it take courage? No. You got to suspend disbelief. You have to suspend it 
in order to just allow yourself to walk through the door. Some of you might walk through the door and walk back out of the door again. That, you know, like a George Harrison song, you can bring the horse to water, but you can't make the drink. You got to want, you got to really yearn and desire for a, a feeling and a, a sense of oneness that comes through joy and wanting to feel love where your heart feels a glow, where your own heart is not carrying so much burden. My heart feels the whole planet. It feels the pain and the grief. And yet I know that by going into the depth of where I live, that I can make a difference in the world. And that's what I bring and share and give to all of you so that you can trust yourself and trust that you are the guru. Guru, guru means from darkness to light. I'm giving you the tools and the love and the support to walk through your own darkness into your own light. And the only, I think, uncomfortable place is the place of resisting having to let go of the you that needs to do it your way. That's what takes the courage because the ego you, which is the you that wants to do it your way and believe what you want to believe, is really disconnected from your own heart and soul. So if you desire to experience what it's like to live without the part of your mind that's always telling you how bad you are, wrong you are, and how everyone else, there's something wrong with them, and play in that arena, then this works not for you. But if you want to break through into a zone that's permanent, where you can experience the level of your own inner joy, your love, the power that is you, that's not power over someone else but to go through that doorway of experiencing where you and the universe meet and actually experiencing what quantum reality, quantum physics is. It's a, such a huge fancy word, but it's actually really simple. You have within inside of yourself a grid of energy. It's a geometric design. It's a blueprint that stays with you for eternity. And to see your life as an opportunity to really realize who you are, to have that self-realization. Um, it, it's an extraordinary feeling to feel that you're not separate from life. And that feeling in itself is wordless. And it's not so out there. The spiritual reality of oneness and realization, yes, it takes dedication, absolute devotion to what's bigger than fear. And once you choose that, everything starts to open up inside and you begin to experience tangible shift in your life. You can literally feel yourself. I had a client say to me last week that, hey, this work isn't woo-woo. This work isn't metaphysical. It's actually real science. I actually can experience 
my life in a whole new way. I am different. It's different. It's tangible. And that's what means the most to me. Oh, it's so beautiful. There's, there's so much there. And the greatest report card we can ever have in life is how do I feel, <laughs> right? Like, how do I feel? Like below the feeling is, a, is an emotion, energy and motion attached to that is beliefs that either service or don't. And so if you were to look at a lens right now of everything that you've had to go through, you know, from the disconnection with your mom to really having 20 years for you to now launch Spirit Gateways on a national level, it's been quite the journey. You know, so what can you share about wellness in that journey? How have you kept yourself well? What does it mean to live your life well? How do you define wellness? Being one with my source every day, spending the time to reconnect to the light within my heart, to the universe, to the blessed beings on the inner planes who have guided me. I have not been alone, and none of you are alone. Not at all. My sense of wellness is to eat, drink, and partake of what makes me feel clear. When I was 21 years old, I heard an inner voice say to me that I was being asked to end using all drugs, alcohol, no sugar, and eventually it became wheat, which now is pretty common, because I came here to be as clear as I can so that I could not be putting my false self, my unhealed self into a situation. And I wellness, what I learned was to trust the truth with inside of myself that had been hidden, to begin to trust my breath, to allow it to move through my body each day, to move, to do exercises, to not disengage, you know, doing yoga, not to fall into the ego form of movement, dance, or yoga, you know, to perform. Being a trained ballet and modern dancer, I was trained to only care about how my body looked. And I got stuck in needing to be perfect. So part of my wellness is to not be perfect with everything in my life, to give it my all, to work it, to make sure that I'm communicating clearly. My wellness is about being true to my emotions and taking the time to express them to someone else so it helps them to not use people because I'm needing to be seen, heard, or received. But to truly remember that you know, I am the giver of light, of everything that I have found in myself, I want to help to uplift and ignite and activate others. So my wellness is connected to my time with God within me, to understand that the source of life is within us, and I spend my mornings, most mornings, I will be spending my raw juice and my exercise and movement and my time alone with the source within me and to contemplate with what I've learned in my dream state, what I've learned 
about myself through a conversation and to take the time to really be with myself so that I can show up, you know, the very best way I can be. And to remember every moment to pay attention to the source of light within myself, which is in my heart, so that I can be filling myself and uh, filling my own well, wellspring, and to understand my purpose, which is to bring forth the way to love, to create deeper love. And for me, love and power are one. The power that we all are seeking is being in the love that we are. And to understand it's not distorted love. It's not love because we're still trying to hide our false self. It's the love that is a dynamic, ferocious, intense, passionate, tender, gentle strength that lives within inside of all of us. So that's what I uh, dedicate my Every day, too. Well, that's beautiful, and what a great answer. And it had a lot of of nuances in it, which I totally expect from someone like you. I mean, experience breeds knowledge if you have the wherewithal, if you have the desire to integrate it and embody it. So that's what you've been doing over the past four decades, and just super grateful for the amount of patience and guidance uh, and presence that you've had, not just with myself, but with all the people that you work with. And so this is the book. Be the Humanity Blueprint. This is the introduction. Ayana, thank you for the gift that you're giving to the audience. We covered a lot of ground. So obviously people are going to go to ayanalahi.com forward slash blueprint. But where else can they engage with you? I mean, this is really like a stepping out period for you. So how can they help you shine more? I want to invite you to go to ayanalahi.com and just experience the video that's on top of the page. You can also go to YouTube, to Ayana Lahi Spirit Gateways at YouTube, and I'll be posting more videos there. Uh, There's just a new one that was put up today. And I'm going to be rolling out something called the Be the Humanity Blueprint Forum. Nickname is Be Forum. And twice a month, you'll be able to join me on a free call. And in these free calls, I'll be addressing major concerns, issues, uh, personal development um, interests each month, and it's free. It's my gift to you. And then from there, you'll be able to, if you're interested in diving in deeper to the depth that this conversation was about today, into Be the Humanity Blueprint Masterclass. And that is a online course And I'm pricing everything reasonably because that's just how I have to work to be able to give you the opportunity to step through this very, very powerful door. Also on ayanalahi.com, go to the section where you can see Spirit Gateways Publishing. And it's the publishing company that I've started. And look at the books there that I've written. There's... um, there's one in soul. There's uh, a book that's coming and it should be out there on Amazon, hopefully by beginning of May of 2021. And it's called God, Sex, Poetry. Ooh, that and, sounds fascinating. 
God, sex, yeah. poetry. Yeah. Yes, I'm wonderful. I'm a poet and an author and a speaker. And um, reach out to me. You can write to me at ayanalahi at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear from you. And I'm open to receive uh, your request if you'd like to work with me one-on-one as a mentor. I would love to hear from you. Well, be careful because now you're going to get a flood your way. So you guys, if you are interested, look, there's this term that we hear about. It's called resonance. And as we say goodbye, I just want to leave with this note in everyone's mind and heart. If you hear a tone that resonates with you, you are more naturally inclined to go seek more of that tone. And so if Ayana has hit a tone in you, she resonates with you, follow the gateway. Just follow the gateway. Just trust yourself. Follow the gateway Download the guide, seek out her guidance. Ayana, deep bow. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for being my teacher on the path when I needed a teacher like you. And so I'm wishing you so much love and wellness. Ayana and I both are wishing you so much love and wellness. And until we see you again, we're wishing you all the love and wellness in the world. We'll talk to you then. Bye. What goes through your mind when you hear the word CBD? Is it confusion? Is it clarity? Well, our partner Cured Nutrition has full clarity on 100% organically farmed cannabidiol. Say that like five times fast, cannabidiol, cannabidiol. (laughs) It's way more than just CBD. It can be quite confusing out there in the world with cannabidiol and CBD. I simplified it. I did the research for the past two years. I found Cured Nutrition. I interviewed Joe on the podcast. It's episode 300. This is all the parts of the plant. They use the entire plant. You get the rich terpenes, the healing compounds that allow you to sleep well and move well. And multiple scientific research studies are showing promise around cannabidiol for pain management better digestion, and essentially amazing sleep by turning off your mind so you can rest. This full spectrum, 100% organically farmed hemp is grown in the sunshine rays of Colorado. I don't know if you've been to Colorado, but it's the perfect place to harvest powerful nutrients and plant medicine. That's really what this is. Medicine for your body and soul. I like to take the full dropper of the extra strength from Cured and put it under my tongue. I hold it for about a minute And I feel, me personally, this gives my digestion and my stomach this warm, calming, almost buzzing feeling. Give Cured a test drive. They support the show. They also support you with 15% off. Just use the code wellnessforce at wellnessforce.com forward slash cured and you get 15% off your organically farmed full spectrum hemp. The best on the market. I've tried almost all of them. This is the top of the food chain. Go to wellnessforce.com forward slash cured and use your code wellnessforce to get 15% off so you can sleep well, love yourself, and love your purchase. This podcast is brought to you by our trusted friends at Organifi, the creators of the Organifi Gold, my number one turmeric lemon balm and superfood adaptogen bombshell that, trust me, will make you sleep like a baby. I know this because I use it on the regular. Not only is this one of my top sleep supplements I use personally, but also it helps my nervous system and my stomach calm down at the end of the day in the evenings, especially if I've had a stressful day. I know you have those too because you're human. <laughs> and because we're human, the best thing to do is take loving care of the human body, starting with quality sleep, not just quantity. This is going to allow you to have the highest quality of life possible. So if you've been struggling with sleep, give this superfood adaptogen powder, the Organifi Gold, a test drive for a special deal over at wellnessforce.com forward slash Organifi. 
O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, wellnessforce.com forward slash Organifi. Pick up a 30-day supply, give it a test drive. If you don't like it, you can send it back, but no one's ever done that. (laughs) As far as I've heard, 20% off is the biggest discount you'll find over the entire internet. We're grandfathered in. These savings are for you. Head over to wellnessforce.com forward slash Organifi and use the code wellnessforce. Share this with your friends, your family, and anyone who wants to drink the gold and sleep well. Thanks for listening to the show, my friend. Everything you learned on this podcast starts with your morning practices. So from over 300 world-class guests, we pulled together six simple yet powerful morning practices down into a 21-minute system guaranteed to increase your vibration and the way that you feel every day. Get this free powerful guide over at wellnessforce.com forward slash M21. And if you love this show, share it with somebody. Share it with somebody that you love or that you care about. You can support the show easily by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Just go to wellnessforce.com forward slash review. Or if you're on your phone, just tap it, hit the link in purple that says review this podcast. And the journey does not stop here. We're continuing this discovering process in our private Facebook group over at wellnessforce.com forward slash group. You can be a part of it. You already are. All you have to do is join us at wellnessforce.com forward slash group and I will welcome you at the door. Now go out into your life and live your life well. And until I see you again real soon, I'm wishing you love and wellness.